Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent it's playoff time 3a style and i sound like a meat in a bar that's what you sound like that's why I most you, of your oh yeah that's why most easy. of your life choices have been pretty bad that's great pretty pretty much, but i ended up married yeah. so yeah but she does not sound like that by the way no she does not um so Maybe, Maybe you're not the Marion type. I probably am not. Hey, we're going to find <laughs> out for the third time here soon. <laughs> I am. I am Greg. That is wow. Greg Goodwin. I'm Terry Bennett. This oh, is sideline to sideline. I love. I'm in. Loser in class life. three. I, I say I'm a winner. I've had multiple loves. That's better than just having one crappy one for when you're like 17, like some of the people I grew up with. By the way, this is the 3A football show brought to you by SI Design and Printing right here on L4 Media. As Grant Goodwin and I, we're going to break down every 3A game in the first round of the playoffs. I do want to warn you, if you know us, this is the third show. The first time we're doing three full-on first-round playoff shows in 10 years. We did do 5A, 5A back in the day. Um, so <laughs> you know what that means where Grant is at this point. We're going to see if he can stay awake for the whole show. I will stay awake and I will stay coherent and I will be family-friendly. I say you will probably not hit two of those. You will stay awake. And by the way, you've been very studious today. I'll give you Thank credit. You. You've got Thank the you. notes and everything. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, always got notes. Yes, you do. Now, again, if you've never listened to a sideline to sideline playoff uh, show, we pick every game in 3A. We will not break down every game in 3A. We will break down key games in 3A. And on that point, why is this messing up? Listen. Did you put a gremlin in here to not play this? I wish I had the ability to do that. Uh, By the way, Coach X, a real coach that coaches in Texas high school football who faxes us in every week. Him and Grant are uh, having a little tizzy right now. I'm not. He's, I don't know why he's in my throat. We used to be like this. Well, okay. So if people remember about four years ago, uh, well, he's been doing this like 10 years now. For up until four years ago, Grant read these, and he he just attacked you mercilessly. And then you gave them to me, and you're like, oh, I'm just mad. It really helped. And then I realized why, because he attacked me. <laughs> but then I guess he's gotten bored, and now he's back on you. So here's what he has to say. I don't know why, say. though. I'm the, like the nicest guy ever. 
Yeah. This show is really turning into a WWF Raw episode, Attitude Era, the only era worth mentioning, although Ric Flair does transcend. I guess you can throw Hogan in there, too. Yeah, Terry, Macho Man is another one. Can't believe you didn't say Bam Bam Bigelow. I hate you. Grant with a full heel turn into Richard Richard. <laughs> the man is such a dick, they had to name him twice. He's talking about you. You and that yeah. eagle guy on Smokey should form a tag team. You could call it Richard and Jack which, of course, is a nickname for dick and ass. Y'all's fan base could be the Gunner fans. He's taking shots at a fan base. Uh, we Walk out music is the song from Empire Strikes Back from Star Wars. Me and Brett Lee are going to start our own tag team called Golden Fire. We'll challenge you to a ring of fire match. That's where the ropes are on fire. Y'all would be in trouble. We wouldn't. One, because we would, be fit, we would physically whip you. And two, we would be wearing flame-resistant clothing from L4FR. Hang on. What? Now hit the music. Listen. Okay. He's... Look, man, he is attacking me. So you need but to cut a here promo. I am, well, here I am, like, just... I'm up here in the studio, mm-hmm. the L4R, L4FR L4 studio. Yeah. Sideline to Sideline Studios like just ripping guitar riffs like white snake and he's down there playing tambourine and evadel for a man. billy joel cover thing so who's the winner here me well, i mean you get to do white snake you- not tambourine and evadel you- nothing wrong with evadel but grant you are I mean, you are the co-star of one of the greatest podcasts of texas high school football he's a guest that we don't even <laughs> allow him to talk you win this one, buddy. Thank you. I've always I, had your back. You've just never had mine. I always you, have your back. You threw me. Cough again. I'm going to tell you. No, I'm going to show you. No, gonna show you. Don't give it's me all right, buddy. You're <laughs> sick, man. You're oh. sick. I'll see you. Here he goes. <laughs> God damn you, man. <laughs> that cough. <coughs> I have I'm been sick. sorry, man. There's, no. it's, it's not a, a death sentence anymore. <laughs> what? I mean, well, I mean, TV is still pretty much a death sentence. That's not what I have, though. I just have a, I mean, a chest cold. You're lucky, Dad, TV. It's not, um, I'll just say magic got over it. I don't have a weird, weird rash somewhere. I don't feel tired all the time. I just have a chest cold. Okay. So about Coach X, what are we going to do about this guy attacking know. me? Keep sending it in, Coach X. I love no, reading it. All no. right, let's get into it. We're going to start quick because we've got a lot of games to talk about. Region 1. This is going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Not this game. I mean, this game's going to be fine. But I'm talking about this region, this division. Uh, we'll start out Denver City 6-4 and four versus Dalhart 7-3. and three. This game is Thursday, 8 p.m. at Lubbock-Lowry Field. Give me Dalhart. Yeah, give me Dalhart, but this will be a good one, though, I think. Yeah, again, we, we kind of talked about this in the uh, 4A show. This is one of those games that probably might get forgotten because most likely they're going to lose the second round, but I think this could just be on the field – Action between the two teams, one of the better games of the week. That's right. They'll play the winner of uh, nine and one Paradise uh, against a very upstart eight and two Vernon team over at uh, Memorial Stadium in Wichita Falls on Thursday. But I think that uh, defense for Paradise is really good. But Austin Iglesias, a quarterback, one of the best pure high school football players in three AB one, right? Oh, yeah, let me put up the bracket. Uh, yeah, and the thing, I was really impressed, and I know that 
you know, Whitesboro's down this year, but after they got beat by Brock and Paradise had made Brock the center of their season, for them to turn around and then just destroy Whitesboro the next week, I think was a good sign. Because I thought maybe, I didn't think Whitesboro would beat them, but I thought maybe we'd get a sluggish Paradise team that, dang it, we, you know, Brock was our whole thing. And, and I've heard that now they've been able to refocus and basically say, okay, we'll get them in the next match. Well, so, sometimes you're just so good on. At yeah, every even position, if even if you're struggling, out of nine you're still, of eleven, yeah. you're still good against That's a good everybody point. else. So it doesn't matter where you put your focus, as long as your focus is there every Friday. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, anyway, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Do you think X makes those? No. Well, he did go with Paradise. He's sitting here too. talking about. Is this going to be you the whole show now? Are you really bothered that much by that? Kind of bothers me. I thought we were really close, and then he calls me a D. When he called you a Richard, Richard. It's right. so bad. Well, it's I mean, that's a veiled. Uh, I, thing. If I cussed like him, stoop to his level, then I would it. say Dick, but I didn't. <laughs> you just did. Well, Don't no, make me I, laugh. In context. Uh, Bushland 9 and 1 versus Brownville 5 and 5 Thursday. Brownville. Brownfield. Wow. I've never heard of that. Thursday, I created the school. Thursday, 7 p.m. <laughs> That's the uh, new voucher school. <laughs> Brownville. Where are you at? Uh, we're between Sonora and uh, Falfurious. Uh, we're, we're between, oh, thank you. We're between, we're between Brownwood and Brownfield. Uh, anyway, Plainview, Sherwood Memorial Stadium, 7 uh, p.m. Bushland names their school. Yeah. I mean, Dawson Jacob, man. I You know, look, Bushland has the yeah they're gonna take on what paradise if they beat no, no, Jim no, no, Ned no, no. White oh, yeah, 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 in yeah, the yeah, next yeah. round. Yeah. I think Bushland has state final uh aspirations as a, as does Paradise but lurking there is plucky little Jim Ned who lost their quarterback early in the season against Wall, I believe I it, think was, it was right. Wall, yeah. Uh you know, Jim uh, Jim Ned has lost two games. They're eight and two now. They're taking on Whitesboro, but everybody has forgotten about little poor little Jim Ned. But let me tell you, Jim Ned is not dead yet. No, but I don't know if they get out of the first round. Uh, well, they'll beat Whitesboro. And I think it's I, be a close I, game. I agree with I, you. I, I think, think Jim Ned is good enough to win the top part of the bracket. Mm. I do. I'm not saying they're going to. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But I know. I'm just saying you cannot overlook Jim Ned. And, I think the Indians are a lot better than what people look. You lose two games when you you start out the year as a favorite, yeah, and then you lose two games, people start writing you off. Yeah. No, you're right about that. You're 100 percent right. About uh, that. And I, I just, I'm just saying, I don't think Jim Ned's going to win the region, but. If they stuck up on people and ended up playing in the region finals against somebody like Brock, I would not be surprised. Well, that I, being said, I think they're going to beat. Uh, I, I think they're going to beat uh, Whitesboro, and their second round game is going to be Bushland. That's a tough road to hope well, for them. But, but, but let's be honest, Bushland's defense is one of those that I could see them getting beat in the second round. Well, our only point of reference is when we went up to Canadian and saw Canadian run them out of the stadium for in the first quarter. Yeah. After that, that defense got a lot better. Oh, no, Are we going to see that Bushland defense from the second half of the Canadian game? If we do, Bushland's going to be hard but to beat. But Jim Ned knows how to grind the clock. They, they do. 
They do. And but we're not way, talking second ground. Yeah, I don't know. Yet, but so. I think Jim Ned wins. But I do think if Jim Ned makes it to the state or the region final, I do think every game is going to be close. I, I oh, don't yeah, think. Absolutely. I think Jim Ned is. I don't think Whitesboro is going to play him close. Oh, I do. I, I think this is a one possession game. Like, I think I, it's. I think Coach 14 to 21 points, uh, Jim Ned, because I think Braden Shipman is enough to just control clock and get enough yards on you. All right, let's see what Coach X Every first down. Let's see what Coach X has. Well, this is a long one. Next year, can we set up a Jimmy Nettie versus Mod game, Mod versus Flanders? I mean, the marketing takes care of itself, although Mod Flanders is dead. So there's that, but nonetheless. Hey, why is it nonetheless, nonetheless, three words? You know, it's just some stubborn English teacher that wrote it without spaces and some proofreader said, hey, Mr. Williams, you need to put some spaces in here. And he was tired after like 57 rewrites and just said, no, that's how you write that. Yeah, it is. Don't question me. I have a degree from DeVry, and I don't have to make that, take that from the likes of you. I drive a Toyota Tercel and get <laughs> discounted parking. You're just some intern. Give me Jimmy Ned. DeVry. DeVry. That TV and. VCR repairs. Yeah, yeah, basically one of those that turned How's out to that? be a scam. <laughs> like, like they had to give everybody their money back. All right, Clyde 9-1 versus Peaster 4-6. and six, Friday, 7 p.m. at Dublin Cervetto Stadium. I like Clyde in this one, but I'm going to tell you what. Peaster, Trevor Owens, Mickey Owens' son, mm-hmm. runs the old Monahan's, you know, slot T. We're going to play. We're going to have 40 carries, sometimes only 100 yards, but we're going to keep the ball the majority of the game. I think they can frustrate a Clyde team that's, you know, nine and one, but it's, you know, at times they've looked good and at times they haven't, especially defensively. I'm going to say Clyde, but I, this is an upset watch game for me. I don't think it's an upset. I think too much Blake Carr is going to be a lot for this whole region, to be honest with you. I, I, I think Clyde, everybody takes a step back from that one loss, but I, I, I think Clyde, uh, I think Clyde, is in great position right now in this region. I like Clyde big over Peaster. I don't think it's big, but I do like Clyde over. I, I think this region is going to have a lot of one possession games this week. Uh, Shallow Water five and five versus Slayton two and eight. Lubbock's Lowry Field Friday seven p.m. This will not be one of them. I know Shallow Water's five and five, but again, this is why we said this. This region is going to be fun. I can see a path where Shiloh Water is is playing Brock really tough in that third round of the playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I have Shiloh Water winning this game comfortably. Though. I do too. Uh, Brock seven and three versus Iowa Park four and seven Friday seven p.m. Graham Newton Field. Look, this is two teams that might not be rivalry officially, but they're basically a rivalry. They've played a lot, mm-hmm. even in, in in you know two years ago. Iowa Park got the best of them, right? <laughs> yeah, they they I was gonna say they played in non district. Chad Worrell always played Iowa Park in non district. They, they they know each other. And saying that, Iowa Park has been tough this year. At times they've looked good, like when they upset Clyde. At times you kind of scratch your head at why they're four and six. But I, I like Brock, and, and Brock probably can name their own score. I, I agree. Brock wins this one going away. They'll take on the winner of Lamisa and Muleshoe. Lamisa two and eight. Muleshoe eight and two. This is over in Littlefield on Friday. Uh, Muleshoe with their quarterback uh, Nathan Martin's uh, running back Hosu uh, Sasala. I like Muleshoe in this one. I think Muleshoe and Brock in the second round will be a nice I little think matchup. That's an interesting matchup. Yeah, I really do. Uh, Muleshoe, when you look at what they've done on the year, and I was trying to see. I couldn't remember. Yeah, they lost to Brock last year, 57 to 20. Uh, but I don't think Brock is that explosive this year. 
I think, I they think can they're be. starting to find it. Hey, their quarterback play the last five weeks. Look, and I know we said this last year, and I thought it was going to be different this year after the way Gunter beat them. But I feel as confident about Brock as I did last year going into the playoffs now. Oh, I, I feel just, even more comfortable. I, I kind of think I do too. I man, Woods I mean, you at take out, you take out your it's kind of like uh, a six week average. Yeah, uh, in school, take you out take your lowest out and your, your lowest yeah. and your highest. You take out your lowest and your highest for Brock, and they're pretty darn good. A good Could point. be a state favorite. Yeah, I, I I I still think they're the prohibitive so favorite. I think region. it's uh, for the region finals. Yes. I think it's either Brock versus either Bushland or Paris. Can't either. Got to pick one. I know who you got. I think it's either going to be Brock versus Paradise or Bushland. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna <laughs> stop until I didn't say anything. I, but I know when and you I'm going to say Brock versus Bushland because I think Bushland is a little bit more well rounded. Yeah, I, 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 it, and first off, can, that might be a game we have to be at. You're well, talking about two. Can of the you best. imagine uh, if they replayed last year's game this year? We were down in San Antonio like a bunch of assholes when we should have been yeah. there when Bushland jumped out to the really large lead. You know, the funny thing is though, I remember us looking at that when it happened, and both of us going. Brock's going to at least come back. They might not win it, but they're going to at least come back. Right. And they did that. That's exactly what it is. But I was talking about, I think Bushland Paradise is going to be. Oh, uh, just that's going to be awesome. Maybe two we'll the, go to that Two one. best quarterbacks maybe in 3A Division One yeah. in a division. Look, I, we said this last two, year. Totally different games, though. Two different. Right? Top, yes. Like, uh, you know, Dawson Jaco could spread it around the field. Uh, Iglesias for Paradise can throw the ball, but, man, you better watch him on the edges because that that's a go-daddy. Well, and we said this last year, and it only has gotten better. The quarterback play at 3A Division One across the state, when you look at Region 1, Jacko, mm -hmm. uh, Carr at, at Clyde, uh, Brock, I think Woods at Brock. I don't think he's quite there, but I think you're seeing he's only a junior or sophomore. You're starting to see, but then you go to Region 3, which we'll talk about Columbia, Hitchcock. Mm -hmm. I don't know if 3A has ever had this – just deep of quarterbacks across one division like this. I don't know, but uh, three division and Finney at Winsboro. Yeah, I mean we're we're oh. about to talk about them. Let's let's go ahead and go into region and yeah. Cole Watson, who of course got hurt. We don't know if he's going to play or not. That's up in the air. He's one of the most underrated quarterbacks across the state. You want to talk about? I'll, I'll get it to in a minute. Winsboro nine and zero versus Atlanta five and five Thursday Longview Lobo Stadium. Great setting for a game. Look at the beginning of the year. If you just said this was a first-round game, I'd have said no way. I thought Atlanta was going to be better. It just didn't happen. I think maybe they're still a year away. I think most of their guys are juniors. Give me Winsboro, and they might can name their own score. Yeah, Kyler Finley, uh, the quarterback of Winsboro, uh, among the best in Class 3, all at Class 3. And then he's got receivers in uh, Camden uh, Capehart and Will Wilcox. Those are two dudes that are just money and moving the chains, possession receivers. They got really good running game. Defensive line, offensive line. Winsboro is one of the most well-rounded teams I've seen in 3A Division One right now. I think that they have the best chance of the Region 2 teams over the last few years to knock off the Region 1 team in, in the state semifinals this well, year. Well, them and another team in okay, we'll Region 2. Yeah, well, yeah, I know you're talking about too, yeah. Yeah. All right, who's next? Uh, they'll take a Winsboro – Atlanta winner, we think it'll be Winsboro. Oh, yeah, we'll take on the game. winner of Teague and West. Uh, both are seven and three. 
That's over in Belton uh, on Friday, I believe. Uh, give me. This is a battle, dude. This is one West, of the closest. But I'm not real confident. In this I'm not break. either. This is one of the most uh, balanced first round matchups of all the games where there's going to be some 70 to sixes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think this is a one possession game. I think West wins. I think. I'm very impressed with how they played Grandview Grandview a few weeks ago, losing 21 to 19. I also feel that they've probably, I know Tig played Malakoff, but they've probably played a tougher schedule with Lorena and Whitney and Mm -hmm. Grandview being West losses. And they were competitive in all three of those games. Right, right. I'm going to go with West, but I'm like you. I could easily see this being, I guess, quote, unquote, upset. All right, Tatum, five and four. Commerce seven and three. This game's at Lindell's Eagle Stadium. What I was about to say earlier was I don't think there's a, a guy that is counted on more than Cole Watson is for Tatum. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Cole Watson is hurt. I don't know if he's going to play this week. It's probably looking like he won't. And I hate that. I bet he does. I don't know. I just I I really feel like if they can get past this round and he's a hundred or eighty percent in round two, mm-hmm. I think Tatum is a dark horse because of him. I think they could score against Winsboro again. Tatum's problem is at times this year they've struggled defensively. They've gotten better. Their defense is better this year than it was last year, and we knew that was the process that was going to happen for Tatum. Right. Um, but I hate it that they're playing Commerce. I have a soft spot for Commerce. Going to school up there at college and calling Commerce playoff games. It's fun to see them back into the playoffs. And we're in that radio studio for what ten years. Yeah. And when we still do a show, you know, I still send us a show there each and every week. I'm going to go Commerce because Cole Watson. With if he plays, give me Tatum. If he doesn't play, give me Commerce. I'm. I don't know if he's playing or not. Commerce doesn't know if he's playing or not. Nobody knows if he's playing or not. Either way, I'm going uh, Tatum with or without Cole Watson. I think it's close uh, without him. With him, it's not close. But either way, I think Tatum wins I think it's close either way. Commerce is a good team this year. This isn't a team that... Uh, you look know, at was, their schedule, though. Yeah, they they, I mean, they played in Winsboro's district. Their three losses are to Winsboro, Mount Vernon, and, and Pottsboro. We feel, yeah, Pottsboro, yeah, is good. Yeah, they, they not rely on, on the state one guy. Level. Yeah, they rely on one guy. But I mean, uh, Commerce, Winsboro is great. But, but Tatum's not I mean, on the state level either, though. I mean, this is a matchup between a five and four Tatum and a seven. These are two solid teams. I think Tatum could be. Oh, I, I I ain't gonna go that far. I, I think they could make a run to Winsboro and then get, you know, I think they could score on well, Winsboro. Okay. Let, let me rephrase, rephrase that. <laughs> if they had the right draw. <laughs> well, yeah, that, I, that's I what I mean, Winsboro yeah. is right. going to be. A, I agree with you out. on that. I think it's going to be uh, Tatum going on the second round to play the uh, winner of, what is it, Whitney and Grosbeck? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's going to be a solid game. Whitney oh, 9 yeah. and 1 versus Grosbeck 7 and 3. Saturday. What Grosbeck's are the few Saturday very. Games? Underrated. Yeah, is this Saturday? Yeah, this Saturday, Saturday at game? two after two in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Huh. I like that. I like Whitney in this, but it's going to be very close. Yeah, I like Whitney in this too. And you want to talk about? I think a team that legitimately could be a dark horse on this bottom half. Uh, it, it's Whitney. Uh, Grandview nine and one versus Fairfield three and seven. Uh, Thursday, Lumpkin Stadium uh, at 7 p.m. That's in Waxahachie. Grandview all day long. Yeah, Grandview all day. Fairfield started out strong this year, and then kind of, and then they were able to get a win and get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Jefferson seven and two versus Pottsboro eight and two. Thursday, 7 p.m. Paris Wildcat Stadium. Ooh. Th- this is a good one. It, it, you've got Major McBride, 
versus Cameron Williams, two guys that at times has to do a yeoman's work for their team. I think in this game, the best man wins. Cameron Williams or uh, Major McBride? I think the best man with the best uh, help wins, and I'm leaning Jefferson. I I am leaning Jefferson as well. But this is going to be a great game, dude. This is going to be a really great game. It is. Um, Uh, And they'll take on the winner of that, uh, what was it, Grandview and and, Fairfield. And and Grandview's good this year. Don't get me wrong, but either Jefferson or Pottsboro can give them a game. Yeah. That second round game is going to be a fun one. remember, Grandview's only lost one game. Oh, I know, I know. I'm I'm very high on Grandview. In fact, I think it's Grandview-Malikoff in the next couple rounds. I'm just saying, I think Jefferson or Pottsboro can give them a game. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of, Malikoff 10-0 versus Maypearl, 7-3 Thursday. Uh, Of course, the Kansas Tiger Stadium. Oh, poor Maypearl. Yeah, dude, this is one of those teams we talk about. If you put them in other parts of this region, they could make a dark horse run. They're not mm. getting past Malakoff, and it ain't even going to be close. I don't know where you put Maypearl, but I don't think they're making a dark horse run. Well, no, but they're, they're not because they're playing Malakoff. I, I know, but you Jesus could put them kind of region four, and I don't. I think Maypearl's a little bit better this year than you're giving them credit for. I'm not saying they're re- winning any regions without Malakoff. I could just. I'm not discrediting them. I'm just not giving them credit. credit. <laughs> All right. Malakoff like is going to. Yeah, the field. Like, and the great thing is I'm right either way because we would never know. Yeah. Well, so unless April just shocks the world. Okay. Then I'm going to come in and eat You got to eat your shorts. Uh, we already got your shorts. I'm going to eat this banner. No, no. We like the banner from SI Design. And okay. I'm going to eat my shorts. Then. There you go. You're, we'll bring two shorts in case you have to eat both of them because you made a same thing on the last show. And, uh, <clears throat> Mount Vernon, seven and three versus Gladewater, three and seven. Okay, Gladewater, you, you fooled me wrong. <laughs> You made the playoffs. <laughs> I said y'all might be last. Congrats. Now, in saying that, no, I can't even do that. First off, the, it's so funny that it's this game because that Gladewater Mount Vernon game three years ago is what announced at that time to the state how good Mount Vernon was. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, Mount was, Vernon. Art Briles last year, I think. It was his right? last year. But yeah. I, last year's Mount Vernon with Bennett getting hurt. Is and there's always three or four of these years is one of the great what could have. Mm-hmm. I I contend that that team could have beat Brock and could have beat Franklin. I le- I legitimately feel that way. I don't know if they could have beat Franklin. I think they could have beat Brock. Well, I didn't remember and Franklin had to beat Brock on a field goal basically as time expired. I know, but Brock, different animal. I just different I, circumstances they respond. I, I, I just think the one I love playing these what is. I think, so you're saying Mount Vernon beats Brock for. State this year, yeah, or for the region finals. I, I am saying Mount Vernon names their score this week, and I, I do will, too. And I think Mount Vernon's very underrated. As I, well. I do too, and give credit to Clayton George, the head coach. Didn't they lot. beat Pottsboro this past week? Did I think they? they did. Yeah, really? Uh huh. I, I think so. I'll be honest. You and I talk about this. Unless it's a get in and or not, I don't all the time pay attention to week ten scores. I pay attention all the especially time. because yeah, they lost forty five to thirty eight. Good call there, buddy. No, Mount Vernon won. 40. No, I was saying Pottsboro lost 48 to 35. So, and I was saying Mount Vernon won by the same score. Okay. See, we're I see what you're doing. You're just effing with me now. You know, I'm struggling at the I moment. I have another Virginia Slim. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, get a it Virginia out. Virginia Slim with a tab. Um, you need to empty that asterisk. Oh, uh, look at that ash on the end of your cigarette. Man. Anyway, give credit to Clayton George. I think a lot of people were scratching their head when Mount Vernon named him as the head coach. A lot of people thought that they would continue with the Art Briles coaching tree. Clayton George is not from that. He was the 
Plano offensive coordinator was the high head coach at Tyler legacy. Mm-hmm. And I think he came in and <clears throat> a team that didn't have a lot and, and lost the core of, of McKenzie McGill and Braden Bennett and Cor- Connor Colbert and all them. I think he's done a really good job of kind of saying, Hey, look, we might not be 14 and one good, but we're a team that's going to be a, a perennial yeah. playoff team. I, again, I think Mount Vernon is very underrated. And I think Mount Vernon Malakoff, yeah. second round, not going to be a great game, but just the fact that Malakoff a learning has experience through, for Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon has fought through. Yeah, that's right. right. All right. So who's your region two? Uh, Mount Vernon and Commerce. No, <laughs> uh, Winsboro. Right now, Winsboro and Mal- uh, Malakoff. Yeah, me too. I, I think that's uh, what I'm uh, looking for. I mean, that I think that any betting man would take. Winsboro and Malakoff in the region two finals. And, and that's not to knock any other team in this region. You and I, we, we, we find games that we're like, that's what we want to see. I want to see Winsboro Malakoff. Yeah, I do too. Um, <clears throat> by the way, the three, a division one state semifinals are going to be just classics. I have I a feeling. All right, let's go to region three now. Die ball eight and two versus Buna six and four Friday, 7 PM at Woodville Eagle stadium. Give me the Lumberjacks. Yeah, give me die ball as well. And they'll take on the winner of Hitchcock and Little River Academy. What a tasty first-round matchup, man. You know, last year we got to see first-round uh, Columbus, Columbus and Lorena. And Lorena. This is this year's version of last year, right? And what happened uh, last year? Uh, well, Columbus upset Lorena. At the time, it was an upset, but, you know, hey. Now, Little River Academy coming in with two losses, but playing in the toughest district yeah. in the state, right? Uh, they're eight and two. They got a really good uh, quarterback in Casey Mraz, uh, Kavili uh, Neely at running back, uh, Vincent Williams at uh, wide receiver, Hitchcock with Lloyd Jones. I think he's uh, a quarterback, Texas Tech commit. Yeah, but congratulations on him, by the way. Yes. And that's a great fit, in my opinion. Oh, dude, he's going to tear it up in yeah. Lubbock. And, and he's going to uh, tear it up in that Big 12. The Big 12 is, I think, about to shift more like to the <clears throat> mid-2010s where it was 45 to 40 games every week, mm-hmm. which I'm all in on. And I think he's going to flourish out there. Oh, he is going to. And he's got a lot of dudes around him. Yep. Their thing is stopping the run, uh, at least when we saw, you know, Columbus gutted them in the second half with the run. Uh, is Little River Academy equipped to go four quarters running the ball down uh, Hitchcock's throat? Because Hitchcock is athletic on the back end of the defense. Yeah, but I think they're facing the second-best quarterback they've seen all year, and it might even be the best, nothing against Schobel at Columbus, but Casey Mraz. I'm going to call it. I like the Bumblebees in this one. You calling the upset? Yeah, it's I not, am. It's a an huge upset. upset. It is an upset. It's a lot like, that's why I say last year, right. if you really know the two teams, you knew that Columbus was not upsetting Lorena. It, it showed that because they were defending state and all that, but everybody yeah. didn't know. And I, I, we said this about Chapel Hill in the four A's. And I know Hitchcock only has the one loss, but something just, does, they don't seem like they were last year. And that line play has not gotten any better. And I just I, I I still not completely down on their line play. I was led to believe their down their their line play was horrible. Well, I mean, Columbus scored ran okay. for four hundred and fifty yards on them, mostly in the second half. I think they got worn down a little bit. I don't think and they were banged up. I don't, I don't think Academy's doing that to them this year. Look, I think uh, athleticism. I give the check to Hitchcock. Yeah. Um, I think it's almost a push up front on both sides of the ball. 
give me Hitchcock with the athleticism. Look, I know Academy's going to score points. Yeah. Hitchcock, one loss. Columbus rolled on them late. I don't think Academy can do that for four quarters. I, I, I like Hitchcock in a close one here. I think it's Hitchcock and Dieball in the second round. And I think it's Little River Academy and Dieball. Carbyville, eight and two versus Shepard, five and five. Thursday, Lufkin's Abe Martin Stadium, one of the steepest stadiums you'll ever find. Yeah, outside of the uh, one in Canyon. And that one's steep, and, too. Yeah, and Greenville is, too, by the way. Yeah, it is. Very steep. But anyway, I got so is Tiger Stadium and LSU. Oh, you just had to drop that one in? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I've been there, too. Uh, <laughs> oh. I like Curry. Okay, so it's the big house in Michigan. That we need to we need to we've got to take intern Noe next year on an out drink to coverage college football road trip. He's never been to something like that. We gotta take him to that. Really? Yeah. Will y'all get um tickets and buy me one for well, like Michigan, just, Ohio State? I, I didn't mean necessarily that one. I said we. I mean you and I take him. You're gonna come with us. I'll come, but whoa. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> That wink, time. wink. Who's going to pay? I can't afford the flight and the ticket. We'd like I can to afford think one L4 or the other. Media for <laughs> Do you think <laughs> Brett's going to pay for us hey, to go jet setting in the college world? I mean, you and I, we could I, do a I remote show from there. <laughs> I don't think you and I would. I think you and I are too much like we would prefer to road trip it than jet set it. We would have fun just doing the drive 20 hours straight through and drop out <laughs> smelling like hot dogs and whiskey. <laughs> Oh my god! Hot dogs and whiskey, and you sound like a smoker. Oh my god! We got to end this show. I swear to God, I sound like a back uh, back end hooker who takes hot dog and whiskey for uh, money. Anyway, hello. Give me Kirbyville. Do you have Kirbyville? I'm looking at you. you After you feel like that, I'm gonna make you feel like that. I'm sorry. I've Sorry. been sick before in front of you. I don't but remember you said that. Anyway, who do you hooker. have, Kirbyville or Shepard? Mm-hmm. Got Kirbyville. All right, Franklin nine and one versus Hallettsville seven and three. Friday, Waller ISD Stadium. Uh, give me Franklin. I, I just like I would love Hallettsville as a dark horse, but they just have a bad matchup. I, what? What? Yeah, they got a bad draw. Hallettsville. Yeah. Hallettsville could make hay in any other region. Yeah. But when you look, Franklin, I you know, look, they lost against Lorena, man. But they are still a state favorite to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about Brock's redemp, redemp, redemption after their start and getting manhandled, Franklin didn't get manhandled. They got in a, just a heavyweight match with Lorena and just and lost on a last-second field goal. Exactly. And they'll take on uh, the winner of uh, Kirbyville Shepherd. We think it'll be Kirbyville. So, Franklin, Kirbyville, nice little oh, yeah, second-round nice matchup. I mean, for Franklin, honestly, the, it, you could make the case that finishing second probably helped them because you look at the bottom half, you've got Lorena 8-2 and two versus yeah. Yoakum 5-5. Five and five. Uh, that's at Tigerland Stadium in College Station. Uh, Lorena will win that one. Uh, but I think Yoakum again, like Housefield. Hey, you know, can, hey, let me tell you this, man. I'm telling you, Yoakum has played about the toughest schedule you can play yes, in they Class have. 3A. And they're 5-5 five and five out of that. Lorena, their quarterback, uh, Caden Roberts, has been fire since that 
China spring game. Uh, Braylon Henry, the running back for Lorena, has made himself a household name yeah. in Class 3A after about week three. And then uh, Jaden Porter, when you get him going, they're tough. But let me tell you, this Yoakum defensive front and the back end of that Yoakum defense is not going to make this easy for Lorena. Lorena will win this game, but I'm telling you, it is not a blowout. Well, I think it is, and here's why. Oh, I think you're mistaken. Well, hang on. I, I, let me, let me make my case. a touchdown. Let me make my case. Okay. Um, you're right about the schedule. Uh, Yoakum, their, their five losses are to Quero, La Vega, Hitchcock, Columbus, and Howitzville. What concerns me is when they played explosive offenses, they have given up a ton of points. What also concerns me is when they played a defense in Columbus, that's a good defense, but I don't think we think of Columbus as a dominating defense. They got shut out. I just don't think they have enough firepower to hang around with Lorena offensively. I think that it can be, I think it's one of those games. It'll be 21, 20 or, you know, seven, seven, 14, 14, 21, 21. And then it breaks and it's 28, 21 and then 35, yeah, yeah, 21. And then it, it ends be. up 42, 21 and everybody just, Oh, they rolled over them, but they don't understand that. Yeah. Yoakum gave them, but Yoakum cannot have a break on offense. They've got to match every score. And I just don't know if they can. Yeah. And they are going to be a like, great game though. They're I think. a lot like that Kilgore offense where they don't spread it out necessarily a lot. Yeah. They're very, um, kind of old school, but they do move the ball in chunks. Yes. Right? Now, if they can get on the edge and maybe if they have some, if this is like one of those games, you pull out all your trick plays. If you have any throwbacks, if you have any spread, you do it. But I just think if they have to, if they try to get into a power slug fest with Lorena, they will eventually, they will eventually not be able to answer. I, I think they can match that to a point though. Yeah. I think it's a lot closer than what a lot of people think. I, I don't I don't disagree with you on that. All right, East Chambers 8 and 2 versus Westwood 8 and 2. By the way, congratulations to Palestine Westwood. They made the playoffs and they're actually a, I, I saw some film on them. They're actually a pretty good team. This game's at Porter Randall Reed Stadium, one of our favorites. In saying that, <coughs> I like East <coughs> Chambers because I'll tell you what. I, I can see East Chambers getting past Lorena and getting to the the third round against either Columbus, Rockdale, Woodville or Orangeville. I don't see them getting past Lorena. I don't think um, they will, but I could see it. I think that's a close game. But I think they get past uh, Palestine uh, Westwood with uh, Hayden Reeves at running back. He's really good. But after this, man, I, I just the, don't this think region, they have we're, we're, You're going to find out why we keep saying how tough this. Heck, oh, even yeah. this first round, as much as we've talked about it, I know I've called the upset, but honestly, if we woke up and Yoakum had pulled the upset off or Houtsville pulled the upset off, I would be mildly shocked, but I wouldn't be, oh, my God. I would just be like, that's the region, yeah. dude. It's tough. Right. Um, Columbus 10-0 and versus Rockdale 3-7 and Friday, Bastrop's Memorial Stadium. Uh, this is another one. Don't look at Rockdale's 3-7. and seven. Look at the scores in their losses. Uh, yeah. Columbus. The if, best 3-7 and seven team. Yeah, possibly, there, right? yes. Uh, now, the one thing but that. When Columbus decides to be Columbus. And it feels like they've done that all year this year, doesn't they it? They might be the region favorite even to go on to state. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Now, and, and if fans, if you're a Rockdale fan or you were at the game, Rockdale lost to McGregor last week. That might have been simply they had nothing to play for. Uh, but other than that, they lose by 10 to Lorena, 10 to Franklin. Uh, they lose by 21 to Little Rivers Academy, but that was a game that it was closer than it. I, I think Columbus ends up winning, but this is another game. It wouldn't shock me if it's closer after the halftime than people mm -hmm. are thinking. Yeah. And then we'll finish up Woodville 7-3 and three versus Orangefield 5-5. Five and five. 
Thursday, 7 p.m. at Lumberton's Raider Stadium. Give me Woodville. And, and, and hey, Columbus-Woodville in the second round, that's going to oh, be an yeah. end. Because Woodville plays rough, hard defense. And, and we think that Columbus has figured that, that they can mash on teams. Woodville is going to be the first one that will mash back. I, I, anyway, who do you have in this first one? I have Woodville, obviously. Yeah, I got Woodville All right, as so well. your region uh, championship in week one. Uh, you know, I had Franklin Lorena mm-hmm. in a rematch, but I'm thinking Franklin Columbus Yeah, in, in the semifinals. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. But I, think. I almost had Franklin Lorena again. I, I don't think Lorena has, has gotten better than Columbus from last year to this year. I, I still think Columbus is a seven point uh, better team. I don't team know about it. that. I think that's a when uh Lorena and uh Columbus face off mm-hmm. in the uh region semifinals, I think that's a toss up. Oh, I do too. I'm just giving my point right now. I think right now but it's, I it's think about both the same. teams are better than what they were last yes, year. I agree. That's my point. I, I don't think I don't know if Lorena's caught up enough, is all I'm saying. I there think were, there were points last year where I think Lorena could have won that game oh, against I, Columbus. I, I think Columbus I mean, very much inside that game realized that they could beat Lorena. Right. I think that was the turning point. That was a toss up last year. It's going to be a toss up yes. this year. That was the turning point, in my opinion, for Columbus's program to realize we can physically manhandle good teams. We don't have to do a ton of wide receiver screens. And that's all great. They're all, they're passing off. It's amazing. But they realized Tyvon Whitehead has yes. been a god. Dude, what he did against Hitch- Hitchcock this year, one of the best oh, running back performances we've seen. And that's in why I give them the nod. Yeah. Over right. Lorena. But the, the Lorena Columbus game, if it happens to go on to face Franklin, will be a just a hellacious game. We got to go to that one. I mean, we might be going back to back weeks there. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 anyway. anyway, Region Four in Pflugerville. Hopefully, UC again. Randolph nine and one versus Crystal City two and eight Thursday at San Antonio's Edgewood v- Veterans Stadium. Give me the Rohawks. That's right. Uh, the Rohawks have quarterback and Colin Stuckey, uh, running back and Cody Howard. Uh, just they're going to run all over uh, Crystal City, I think. Yeah, and they'll take on the winner of Lyford and Vanderbilt Industrial. This is uh thursday over at uh warrior stadium in corpus give me uh industrial in this yeah game. this is one of those if you look at the record you go well hey one's nine and one go look at who they've played i i like the bulldogs but i just think the cobras have really grown up this year i i like them and i, I kind of like them to be sitting there as a, a little bit of a i guess it would technically be a dark horse on that top side of the bracket uh jordanton 10 and 0 versus marion five and five that game's thursday 7 p.m at rutledge stadium in converse uh, give me Jordanton. Yeah, give me Jordanton as well. They'll take on the winner of Edna and, Edna and Rio Hondo. Give me Edna, 7-2. and two. This game is over in uh, Portland on Thursday. Give me Edna, though. Do, do you think that there's any chance, Rio Hondo? Do you think Edna, that they had that loss a couple weeks ago, was that just a burp? Do you think Edna's still... Edna's the, still a favorite. The, the team to beat in this region? Uh, Yeah, one of the teams... Yes. One of them that could be also is Goliad, eight and two versus Falfurious, five That's and five. Another team to beat. Yeah. Goliad. And, and they're split, so they won't play until the region final. Odom's Owl Stadium, Thursday, seven. Give me Goliad. Yeah. Give me Goliad Bell a lot. And huh. then Hondo, nine and one, taking on San Antonio Cole, six and four over at Hero Stadium. One of our favorites. Give me Hondo in this one. Give me Hondo in this one, but I think this game could be closer than people think. Colts played a pretty tough schedule this year and been in a lot of games, but at the end of the day, I just I think Hondo's a little bit too much for them. 
Uh, San Diego, eight and one versus London, six and four Thursday. San Diego's Vaquero Stadium. Give me San Diego. Yeah, San Diego, big time in this one. Blanco, eight and two versus Lytle, seven and three. This is at San Antonio's Comalander Stadium. Uh, this is one of those games that I think the record looks prettier than the game. I think Blanco might name their score. Yeah, Blanco will name their score, and they'll play San Diego in the second round, and I think San Diego wins that That's going to be a defensive slugfest. Oh, that's a physical. All right, so in a region that I think is completely up in the air compared to where it was last year, uh, who do you have as your region champion uh, matchup right now? I've got the region uh, finals going Edna versus Goliad. Oh, rematch. I like that. I've got Vanderbilt Industrial versus Goliad. No problem with that. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to do it all again for Class 3A Division 2 right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 3A edition on L4 Media. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that check them out online sidesign.net and hey if you're a parent or a grandparent they've got something for you as well as si design is the leading provider of custom sports prints they offer a variety of products including posters banners canvases and more all you have to do is upload your high quality studio or action shot and si design will create the memory for you for more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent Also like to thank our Franklin sponsor, Small Town Society. You can find them online at shopsmalltownsociety.com. They have everything you want from game day gear to holiday gear, Texas gear. They have it all. And again, you can find it at shopsmalltownsociety.com. You can also find them in Franklin at the Messy Nest studio and tell them that, of course, sideline to sideline. So you use the discount code free shipping on all retail orders and you get, well, I bet you can guess it. You get free shipping and we really do appreciate them being a sponsor, not only of this show, but of the Franklin football show, which we will record Thursday afternoon, and we'll be up as soon as we do that. And again, we do really appreciate them for being a sponsor here for almost a whole year now. Also want to thank one of our new playoff sponsors, Everage Farms. You can find them online at averagefarms.com. Uh, they have these, I just call them meat boxes. They're really awesome. Uh, they have a ground beef stock up, which you can get large 20 pounds or small 10 pounds. They have a West Texas family box, which is three dry age or two dry age sirloin steaks, two thick cut New York steaks, two stew meats, five pounds of dry age ground beef, three to five pounds of dry age chuck roast. Oh, that's all Texas Wagyu. Uh, they raise them from uh, birth to harvest. Uh, so you don't have to worry about them being sent off on a bunch of trailers to somewhere else, a feedlot to be raised for the last few years. They, they take care of it all there, and we really do appreciate them 
had to make sure you've turned on as you get back into the studio. We're doing all these live reads because these are new. We'll I heard you better. say feedlot. Yeah. Well, That's this, where I'd like to be sent. Well, I don't... I, no. No. Not to slaughter, but no, to I'm, just I'm gorge. If you're watching video as Grant rambles, there's a beautiful uh, cut of Texas Wagyu beef on the pictures. We do appreciate them being a uh, playoff sponsor. Again, find them at averagefarms.com. And also we have another, we have really cool playoff sponsors this year, a meat place and jet boats of Texas. You can find them online at jetboatsoftexas.com. Customize your jet boat from classic performance fishing. They have jet, uh, jet boat models and all those, their customization options are completely endless. You can build your custom boat online and then get a free quote online. You don't have to talk to anybody until you're ready to actually uh, get, you know, ready to go with the boat after you've probably either talked your wife into it or, or just not telling her and just kind of moving some 401k over. <laughs> uh, but you, you check them out online. They have a great story. They're out in West Texas. They're, they're built uh, where they build the boats is Iran, which is just absolutely cool to me. Uh, you can find uh, videos and their gallery online at jetboatsoftexas.com. Uh, you can also get some really good gear. I love their hats. I actually am thinking about picking me up one. They've got tumblers. Uh, they even have a wet sounds stealth that protects your sounds, like your speakers and stuff. So check them out online, jetboatsoftexas.gear. All right, Terry, been a great, good one back here. We've done every division in 2A, 4A, and 3A, except for 3A Division 2. Let's get to it. Starting out in Region 1. First game, Crane 7-3 and three versus San Angelo TLC 5-5. Five and five. This game's Friday, 7 p.m. at Roscoe's Plowboy Field. Uh, give me Crane. Yeah, give me Crane. I don't think it's even going to be close. They'll take on the winner of Lubbock, Roosevelt, and Friona being played over in Tulia on Friday, I believe. Uh, Roosevelt's uh, quarterback, Nate, uh, I think it's Nate uh, Cazarez, has uh, like 700 yards rushing, really good uh, passer. Roosevelt's has some defensive deficiencies, right? But I think Roosevelt wins this one going no, away. No, their issues have actually been offensively more. Uh, they mm-hmm. lost to Holly fourteen to six. They lost to Idaloo fourteen to nothing. They lost to Cahoma forty-one to twenty-two. They're not as good as their fourteen and one team a few years ago. But Matt Landers has done a really good job of bouncing back after last year's four and seven. And to be honest with you, uh, they're sitting in an, a, a bracket that uh, they have a chance. To, I, I think to get to that third round. Uh, we both have Roosevelt. Wall has advanced. Now, is that an official a forfeit? I've heard some say it was. Wall yeah, it is. It All right, is. so Wall wins. They beat Tornillo yeah, 2 Tornillo, to nothing. Yeah, they didn't have – I think Tornillo actually uh, had to forfeit the last two games. Well, no, they, they played just didn't last have week. Dudes. Oh, I thought they well, now forfeited if, the last two weeks. Now, if I were, now, maybe it changed, but one of the things that I was noticing uh, – yeah, they played last week and got beat 42 to nothing. Oh, okay. That was one of the things that Matt Stepp, rightfully called out on Twitter was like, wait, you, you have enough to play the last week. I mean, I know it sucks, but dude, you qualified for the playoffs. Play it. I know. And nine. I know. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, 
it no, sucks. No soapbox it, here. That, that, is, that, that is the one weakness of the divisions is trying to You've get. Got to get rid of 14 districts, it, but gotta, how do you do that? Exactly. Now, I, think I it, don't know how you would do that. Though. Exactly. I think it'll help when they stretch out 7 to 7A because you, you can spread out the numbers a little bit more, but we'll see. Uh, either way, wall advances. Children 7 and 3 versus Abernathy 5 and 5. Uh, Friday, 7 p.m. at Florida Dust Tiger Stadium. Give me Childress. But I think this is a close game. Um, yeah, Childress, you know, uh, Drake Rabe at quarterback. Uh, Darian Mathis at running back. Mathis is really good, by the way. Um, I like Childress, but I do think it could be close. And they'll take on the wall of uh, winner of what? Wall and Tornillo? Is yes. that right? No. Okay. Or, well, wall. Wall, yeah. 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 Advances. Okay. Uh, Canadian 10 and 0 versus Littleville 6 and 0 Friday, 7 PM at Amarillo Bivens stadium. Give me Canadian. Yeah. Canadian Not all day long. They'll play the winner early in Odessa compass over, uh, being played over Friday in San Angelo. Uh, give me early in that one. Yeah. Give me early. I'd lose six and four versus Spearman four and six Friday at Canyons, happy state bank stadium. Um, I'd lose. give me, I lose Spearman feels like they're a year away. They're really young this year. I actually ended up watching multiple games, and they have a really cool. I like where their 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 camera setup is on their field, so you can kind of see behind the stadium. It's just a really cool view, especially when it's like last mm-hmm. year when they had the snow game and everything. Uh, Alpine five and five versus Brady three and seven. This is at Big Lakes Bird Memorial Stadium. I like Brady in this one in a very <laughs> close one though. Yeah, I like Brady in this one as well. And we're not going through this just because it's it's late. It's I mean this is a. This is not the best region. Let's be honest. Uh, it's not solid. early. Not early, and it's not. No, and I don't even know if it is late. I, I don't know if I'll go ahead and say I, uh, Canadian and uh, I don't. I don't even know, dude. Uh, in this region, I've got uh, can, Canadian. Well, yeah, Canadian and um, well, let's see. Hold on. Yeah, Canadian and Wall. I mean, yeah. Wall's solid, but I mean, Wall's. Canadian will beat the doors off them. Will they? I don't know. Wall yeah, they'll beat the doll, 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 doors off them. I, I think Wall defensively is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Canadian is beyond darn good. I'm trying to make this interesting, I can by tell. the way. I get that. But, I, yes, I think it's Canadian and Wall in the Region 1 fa- final, but I think Canadian would be the prohibitive favorite in that. I mean – it's hard to not see a Canadian uh, gunner rematch again, which will be the most heaviest of heavyweight fights you've ever seen in 3A Division Two. All right, well, let's go to Region Two because while I agree with you on one side, Jacksboro of the... might have something to say. Well, about I was going to say, I, I think that the top of this bracket, as dominating as the bottom is going to be for Gunner, mm-hmm. the top of this bracket, there are so many good teams. It's going to be tasty. And I do think whoever makes it out of the top end can give Gunter their best game to date. Uh, Jacksboro 10 and 0 versus Kalsburg 5 and 5 Thursday, Springtown's Porcupine Stadium. Give me Jacksboro on this. But though Kalsburg could give them a little bit of a challenge. I don't know. Jacksboro, if they can. But look, Jacksboro, their quarterback, Lando Belcher, almost 3,000 yards passing. They got uh, Kenan Valenzuela at receiver, Luke Sams at running back. That This Jacksboro Tiger offense is unstoppable at times. Are they not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And, and it, man, what they've done, you know, last couple of years, they'd been stuck at that six and five, seven and four, seven and five, eight and four. And this year they went out and, and, and they just took care of business. 
Uh, Ten and zero. I, I know they've won. I think two state championships, but I don't know if they were undefeated. I don't know if this is their first undefeated regular season or not. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, they beat Cisco fifty-one to nothing. Uh, they beat Millsap. They beat Merkel. Like just absolutely drove Merkel. Merkel went from being a, a dark horse in that district to just stumbling at the last part. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, Jacksboro can be interesting. But but in the second round, they're going to play Bells eight and one versus Mildred six and three. That's at Royce uh, Royce City Royce uh, Royce City ISD Stadium Thursday at seven p.m. Uh, I like Bells in this game. And yeah. I, I think Bells Jacksboro in that second round is going to be. Tasty. Yeah, Bells <clears throat> likes to run the football with Easton Hagren and uh, Hayden Allen, two really good running backs. Defense kind of sometimes, you know, they've given up some points, but, I mean, that was against really good competition, right? Yeah, I, that that's the thing for Bells. I mean, you know, you, you can't help how the second half of the, their, their realignment schedule from two years ago. On paper, two years ago, Munster, Whitesboro, Chisholm, Pilot Point and Kalisburg was a hell of a schedule. Mm-hmm. In fact, I remember us talking about that. So this year, Pilot Point is a shell. Whitesboro has gotten better. Munster has gotten better, but Bells caught them early in the season when those two teams were trying to figure it out. So that's been the issue with Bells this year. I'm not saying it's an empty eight and one by any stretch, but the one time they played a team that has region aspirations it was in district and they got droned yeah and, and so i kind of feel i mean I, well let's go we both have bells holiday nine and one versus eastland three and seven friday 7 30 p.m at mineral wells ram stadium uh i i have holiday and holiday is yeah. kind of in the same boat as bells that i i think it holiday could easily end up going through the top half of this bracket they're still going to end up where they've ended up and that's playing Gunner in a region final. And I just I don't think they make a pack to Jacksboro this time though. Oh, I do. I do. That holiday defense, dude. That they're better oh, than last year. That's yeah, what they I'm might gonna... be, but this Jacksboro offense, dude, I'm telling you right now. Oh, I no, I agree. I'm just saying, I think I, I also think if you reach that you reach that point of the playoffs, you're you're leaning on playoff experience and who who and you and I are big believers in that. And, and Holiday has that in spades against Jacksboro. Uh, Some, I mean, Jack Burrow has maybe not in the last five years. Well, I'm, but yeah, I'm they, talking about this core. Yeah, you're right. But I'm talking about this actual core player. Okay. I'm talking about this core player. Sorry. All right. So, yeah, we both have Holiday beating Eastland. Then Palmer, they'll take on the winner of Palmer and Leonard. Give me the Leonard in this one. I'm going to go with Palmer, but I like that. I, I went back and forth on that. I, I, I like that, though. It would not shock me if the Tigers pulled and, the upset. And off. Palmer's loaded offensively. Ralph Miller, the running back. Over 1,100 yards rushing. Uh, Caden Bradshaw, another running back, around 900 yards rushing. Um, I'm sorry, Bradshaw is not Palmer. I don't know what my notes were, but uh, Ralph Miller. It's Cutter Burrow. That's the running back for Palmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he's he's a stud. Yeah. Right. So, uh, And then they'll take on the winner of Scurry, Rosser, and Blue Ridge. I like Scurry, Rosser in this one. Um, you know, Scurry, Rosser's 10-0. How good of a 10-0 is that? I mean, that, look at their schedule. Let me look for us. You know, not the greatest, but they're still ten and zero. And sometimes you get a team that is undefeated going into the playoffs that That's hasn't quote unquote played anybody, and you don't know how good they are. And look at it; they're in the region finals. That's a really good point. You know, last year they made it to the second round. 
Uh, they got beat by Holiday. They avoid Holiday this time in the second round if they do beat it. Uh, their wins, Italy, Bonham, Edgewood, Prairie Land, Rice, not Rice Consolidated, but Rice, uh, Cedar Hill, Newman, Cedar Hill, TLC, Blooming Grove, Palmer, Mildred. It's not the greatest schedule, but to be honest with you, outside of Mildred, they weren't tested. Right. I mean, and so that that's a good sign. You can play a bad schedule. If you're dominating teams, I, I can think, okay, like you said, you can start believing. Look at Quinlan a few years ago. Exactly. They were 10 and 0. Nobody thought they were going to go anywhere. And then, boom, they're three rounds deep. That's a good point. And to be honest with you, the way this bracket breaks, that they could easily be there because they'll take the winner of Henrietta versus Comanche. Now, Henrietta is another team. If they weren't uh, landlocked with Gunner in the third round, I would call Henrietta a easy dark horse, but that's going to be an issue. They take, I don't think they get past Comanche. I think I Comanche do. wins this one. I don't. Comanche just, they had injuries. And I know they've gotten a little bit healthier, but I just, I, I think this, I, I think Henrietta might actually, I'm not name their score, but win by a couple touchdowns. I don't know, man. I think Comanche wins this one. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, and I think Gunner surprises <laughs> you and beats uh is that, gonna, Hill, is that actually going to happen? I think is that game going to actually happen? Are they going to actually play this year? Were you not talk, talking to me off air about oh, yeah. how leadership Dude. was? It's, okay, first off, why does Cedar Hill have so many charter schools now? D on Sanders, but he's he's running a charter football program up in Colorado, and then he flies down on Friday <laughs> secretly, yeah. puts on a mustache, he <laughs> fires everybody at Colorado. But seriously, it's it's they mishandle his kid personally, and then he flies them down. Hey, to how Cedar about Hill. you? How about you? How about Deion Sanders firing the <laughs> offensive coordinator when your offense is scoring forty five a game, but because, keeping the defensive coordinator? Because they handled his sons wrong. Anyway, we both have Gunner. Uh, Millsap five mm-hmm. and four versus Wichita Falls City View. Ooh, this is a tasty I, look, game. Look, I, I, I like City View. I do too. I was about to say, look, we're doing a Millsap coaches show. I love what they've done then this year. I'm changing it then. No, no, um, I, I I do think City View is a very underrated six and four. So is Millsap now. Millsap doesn't have a bad loss. All their losses were to quality teams. Mm-hmm. I just, man, in these games, give me the more athletic team. And yeah. Give me the team that's made some deeper runs the last few years, and that's City View. All right, so region champ, I know, I know, you're going to have Jacksboro and Millsap. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm still going to go Holiday Gunner. I just think Holiday's really gotten kind of forgotten about. Again, we have a Holiday they show have, too, but I, I don't want anybody to underestimate Jacksboro. Oh yeah, I, I think agree. Jacksboro I and Gunner are your region. Uh, I, if that happens, dude, finalists. I have no problem. That would be okay. fun. Yeah, um, region three. Look at West Grusk, the team everybody dismissed. Right. Yes. Uh, you know, lost all their people. Then they lost the first game of the year. Uh, and, and then they just kind of kept chugging along. They take on Redwater four and six. This game is Thursday at Pittsburgh Pirate Stadium. Give me West Grusk, and they probably named their own score. Yeah. I look, uh, you know, West Rusk has really good running backs and Cole Jackson, Noah Murphy, really good receiver, and uh the Mason kid. Um, I, yeah, I just think Redwater kind of fought their way into the playoffs, but West Rusk is peaking right now. They'll take on the winner of Anderson Shiro and new Diana over in Crockett on Friday. Give me new Diana and the slight upset here. So if I'm reading right, Anderson Shiro still has not won their first playoff game in history. You know, they made it a few years ago. Yeah. That was really cool. Remember the city did a parade for him and everything. 
They've made the playoffs now a, a few times, but I don't think they've got their first playoff win. Wow. I think they will get it this week. I think that they Dude, will be. By the way, that'd be cool. By the I, way, I good still think New Diana's Diana. a great story, by the way, too. You know, a few years ago, they made that run, what was it, to the region final? Mm-hmm. And then the coaches left, and that program just immediately tanked. Built it back up. So either one of these teams wins. I'm perfectly happy. I just think I think Anderson Shiro might be a top part of a tougher little dark horse team. Well, they're in tough. Yeah, they're in a tough one in the round three. Newton. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was their only loss on the year. Yeah, uh, was with Newton. And you, you look at you know, and, and again, them and New Diana. Neither one of them beat like oh my god, they beat this team. I'm just saying. I, I'm just giving. I think it's the Owls do. All right. Uh, Hooks nine and zero versus Edgewood four and six. This game is also at Pittsburgh Stadium on Friday. So if you're in Pittsburgh, you got two good little Region three, Division two games to go to. Uh, give me Hooks. They'll name their score. Yeah, Hooks will run the field with them, uh, and they'll take on the winner of Dangerfield and New Waverly in the second round. Am give I me Dangerfield big time in this one. Thursday Henderson's Line, same a very nice stadium by the way. Thursday seven thirty. Am I seeing that right? Hooks Dangerfield round two. Yep. I kind of think I might know where we might be for round two because that (laughs) is going to be a Donnybrook. Because if there's a team in this region that can upend hooks, it's Dangerfield or Newton, in my opinion. Well, you know, we had, I think we both had Dangerfield going to the region finals earlier this year. I actually think we legitimately had hooks versus Dangerfield in the region final this year. Didn't work out that way, but we didn't see Newton coming on like they are. But let's go on. Harmony versus Hemphill. This is Friday in Jacksonville at the Tomato Bowl. Give me Harmony. Oh, yeah. The re- the reigning region champion is still sitting there 8-2 and two while everybody's fawning on hooks and Dangerfield and, and Newton, Newton and, and, yeah. and even Troop to an extent. Harmony's just sitting there going, hey, we've got Boston Seahorn and we've got experience. We'll see you in three rounds. And I think that's what we're going to – I think Harmony, Newton, circle that one. That's going to be a fun one in a couple rounds. Hey, this is going to be a great – just. Pure matchup. Decap seven and two versus ARP seven and two. This is in Winsboro Red Red Raider Stadium, Friday, 7 30 p.m. Uh give me DeCab in the slide ups. I like DeCab too. I like their running game. Uh Newton eight and oh versus Queen City, five and five. Timpson's Eakin Stadium, Thursday, 7 p.m. Hey, Queen City, congratulations. Now go play Newton. Let me tell you this. Look at this. Newton, gonna... since giving up. 39 and 54 points in the first two weeks that Newton defense has only allowed 14 points after that and has four shutouts. It's crazy that you say that. So the great night that is nuts. Grant and I usually do our notes separate and we just kind of bring them to the table. I, that's the first thing I noticed too. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about two teams in Woodville and West Orange start who have scored points this year. Uh, now we can undefeated and I know they're ranked high, but I don't hear people talking about Newton. I think partly because their schedule is not the toughest and they played Western star. Well, yeah, they're good. Yes. And and they played a very tough schedule, non-district. Well, they did, but then two of those that would have made it even tougher, Anowak and Jasper got canceled for random reasons. I, I, I think, think that, they would have taken care of business in those. Well, no, I you? know, but I think that you I'm beat, not arguing with you. You beat Jasper. God almighty, <laughs> oh, quit stop. your defensiveness. I have no lady. tone right now. My oh, boy. okay. Uh, with, with, <laughs> but if you if they beat Anowak and they beat Jasper, two good teams, I yeah. think, and, and we're saying this, they're still ranked fifth. And to be honest, 3A Division Two, 
that top hasn't moved. Canadian and Gunner, you know, that's two of the teams above them, and they haven't really moved all year. Yeah, but Newton is that shark fin under the water, man. I mean, Newton, if you want to ask if there's any – They they could be dream destroyers. Well, I was about to say, if, you want, if there's any antidote to Gunner and Canadian, it's Newton's size and speed and athleticism. Mm-hmm. I mean, just on, on – Would happen in the state finals. Oh, it would be great. I mean, we still get that Canadian-Gunner oh, rematch yeah. as long as that – Top half of the bracket, uh, no, you know, everybody plays. And, and let's be fair. I, I want to say on. this. If Gunner and Canadian play and they have one of their knockdown drag out fights, and then the winner of that goes on and loses state, that takes nothing away from me from that semifinal. No, game. absolutely. I think not. people again, sometimes get too caught up in who won state. That would still be a game. I remember. All right. Uh, troop nine and one versus new Boston five and five. That game's in Marshall Thursday troop. I know is nine and one. Yeah, the shines kind of come off them. I, I, I just because of the defense, maybe. But let me tell you, offensively, Grayson oh, Heron at quarterback, Trey Davis at uh, receiver, Brett Wells at, at at running back. Look, Troop is equipped at least offensively to run this thing all the way to the uh, finals. Whatever. It's just you know, defensively, what are they going to do? Well, this is what happens when you get upset. Wes Gruss, the district champ, gets to sit at the top of the bracket right. and avoid Newton exactly. until the last. Exactly, and you do not want to play <laughs> Newton in the second round. And I so. just think that's going to be a bad matchup. But I think Troop wins this week yeah, and then yeah. has that uh, matchup against Newton uh, week two next week. All right, let's go to Region 4, Roger. So who do we like oh, in yeah, our sorry, region? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I've got, right, I'm going to go standard right now. I, I'm going to go Hooks versus Newton. I'm going Newton Dangerfield. I'm sticking no with our with original no with our original call. Yeah. Yeah. Hooks so. has turned out to be better than I thought they were going to yeah, be. Yeah, I saw Hooks against Winsboro for one quarter, and then the game got called <laughs> um, uh, due to lightning. Yeah. But uh, Winsboro was kind of having their way. Now, Winsboro is a little bit Deeper, bigger. Yeah, yeah 3AD1. So, I mean, uh, and Hooks is really good. Keyshawn Walls. About as good of a running back as you're going to see. By the way, credit Hooks for knowing as they got better to schedule a Harmony and a Cooper and and teams that could really test them. Um, But, yeah, I I just feel that right now Hooks and Newton. uh, But, uh, dude, I could see Harmony. I could see Dangerfield. This is a sneaky good region. uh, And I could see uh, Westcross getting on a run. Uh, The bracket's kind to them until Hooks. Yeah. And, I mean, this. how many times have we seen these teams – like Wes Gruss that have been anointed for two or three years and they don't do it. And then the year everybody kind of takes their eyes off of them. Right. That's when they finally figure it out. That's how I, it seems like it always happens. Yeah. And, and I could see the Raiders doing that. We'll yeah. have to see. All right. Now let's go to region four. Rogers seven and three versus Van Vleck four and six. This game's Friday, 7 p.m. at LaGrange Leopard Stadium. Give me Rogers. Yeah. I like Rogers in this one. They'll take on the winner of Taft and Comfort. Um, this is Friday over in Floresville. Uh, Taft shows up with a really good quarterback in J.J. Acosta, who has over 2,000 yards passing and about around 500 yards rushing. So he's a dual threat. And then Enrique uh, Rodriguez at receiver. Uh, can this comfort defense slow down Taft? I think they can just enough. I actually like comfort in a slight upset over wow. Taft. And I was calling for Taft to make a two or three round uh, playoff run to begin the year in the uh, early, you know, in the preseason. But I actually like comfort 
to pull out the upset here and play Rodgers in the second round. Well, and that's why when we talk early, we say things like, hey, I can see this team making a run depending on the matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to still stick with Taff. I have no problem with that pick, though. Taff right now on a five-game winning streak, uh, they ended up finishing second. By the way, congratulations to Odom. Uh, the yeah. Owls, we'll talk about him in a little bit, but the Owls had a really good bounce back year. Went 11 and one a few years ago or two years ago, went one and nine last year and responded with, with what they're at now at seven and two. So congratulations to them, but I'm going to go tap. I like your pick though. Tidehaven nine and zero versus Buffalo three and seven Thursday, six 30 Katie's legacy stadium. Give me Tidehaven. Yeah. I like Tidehaven as well. Um, Buffalo's just a little undermatched in this one, right? Yeah. And they're, they're in a little bit of a downturn. Yeah. And they'll take on uh, the winner of Dilly and Santa Rosa Dilly seven and two, Santa Rosa six and three. This is over in Laredo, Laredo at uh, Shirley Field on Friday. Dilly, head coach, I went to school. Uh, he was a senior when I was a freshman at Roy City and uh, beat up on me while I was in JV. On football. Oh, that's right. You talked about that. Fernando Silva. Yeah. Uh, Fernando, his brother, Fernando Silva, and I were in the same class. So I got a little uh, personal. Uh, association with the Dilly Wolves. Uh, but give me Dilly in this one. They'll take on Todd Haven in the second round. And sorry, Servando. That I, one won't treat you just as well. But. I think it'll be a battle, though. You look at what Dilly did this year, going seven and two, losing to both 10 to seven. Uh, and to Cotillia of 28 to 14, you know, congratulations on Silva first for being a bully to you go, go Silva, but also, well, he wasn't a bully. It was all his class. You know, Dilly's Jackie J row. His oh, Jackie J row was an asshole. D- Dilly. I put, we put the icy hot in the underwear thing. Yeah. Yeah. He found out. Oh, wait, wait, me and my wait, buddy wait. got our asses. So beat. You, you weren't bullied. It was retribution. That's a different thing. It was thing. bullied, and then I got retribution, then I got rebuted. It was just an endless cycle. Over and over but you know, rebuted. Dilly, I remember Dilly used to be a playoff staple. And the last few 10 years or so has not been, especially the last five years, mm-hmm. two and nine, oh and 10, oh and eight, five and five in last year, two and eight. They're seven and two this year. And I I think they're in an area where if they could get past Tidehaven, they could have a little bit of a yeah, run. Well, that's easier said than done. I know. Todd Haven's darn good. Oh, dude. no, no, yeah, they are. They're great. I just, I don't know if they're that, oh, my God, they're going to beat them by four touchdowns better. All right, who I we got next? Know. We'll see. All right, who we got next? Uh, Poth and Hebronville. Uh, Poth, their defense only allows 6.8 points a game. They've outscored their opponents 399 to 68. They're taking on Hebronville, four and six. Uh, team they're playing over in Mathis on Friday. Give me Poth in this one. Yeah, give me Poth. The Pirates feel like they're starting to kind of, kind of lock in for another long playoff run this year. Uh, you know, I I know you know we all talk about like when we do these picks, who's going to win and all that. Mm-hmm. And I know Coach Luna and that squad. They were you know they they took their lumps for Gunner, and I think they came out on the better end this year. And, and I. I I kind of see them possibly making that exact same path again. Uh, but I don't think they're quite as good as they were last year, though. But that second round, East, East Bernard, Bernard seven and three versus Clifton five and five at Taylor Stadium in Taylor Friday, 7 p.m. Give me East Bernard and I, another. Give me East Bernard. And I don't know if Poth gets past well, East I, I Bernard say, in the second round. Yeah, I agree. I, that's the 
That's the th- I, I, I we'll talk about here in a minute. Uh, so we'll talk about that next week, second round. Well, no, I mean we, we're about to give our region uh, favorites. Yeah. One of them is going to be one of them for me. Odom seven and two versus Natalia three and seven. This is at Jordan Indian Stadium Friday seven thirty. Give me Odom. Yeah, I like but don't Odom be surprised well. if this isn't close because again, Odom's a young team, maybe one year ahead of where people thought. Sometimes those teams have a great regular season. Yeah, and but kinda, Natalia. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm not. Okay. Saying, no, no. I say Odom wins. I'm saying it could be closer. No, you like Natalia. Uh, Faced Gunner in the state championship game. How awesome would that be? <laughs> would that not be cool? <laughs> Why are you flipping me off? I'm just laughing at I your laugh. So much. I hate you so much. <laughs> it just sounds. All right. So this matchup that we're about to finish up with Lexington versus Boiling Bowling Boiling Boiling. This is a team. Crawfish. This is a matchup that we could have talked as a region final at the beginning of the year, and here we are. First round matchup because both teams have played really good at times and both teams have also kind of lost at weird points. Man, I don't know. This is might be legitimately. This might be the toughest first round call for me in all the classes. Not me. I like Lexington. And let me tell you why, because case Evans, over 2000 yards passing. He's just like a sophomore, right? Yeah, I think so. And I'm going to, so Lexington beats bowling. And I'm going to tell you this. Lexington makes it to the state or to the semifinals or at least to the region four finals. It will be Lexington versus Tidehaven in the wow. region four finals. Oh, I like that. I, I, I don't know who out look both I East like Bernard that. maybe, but I think Lexington is a lot better than that. Seven, three losses is not that bad. No, but Bowling has you, three losses too. I know, but do they have K sevens? No, but they have a hell of a running back, dude. Okay, but do they have Ryan O'Neill? No, but I mean, does does Lexington have Ryan O'Neill, who's had a hell of a year? They have Tatum O'Neill. Hey, and she was hot back. She day. was actually, and she was married to Lee Majors. Yeah, didn't she you know the fall guy? But didn't she end up banging her dad or something? Even better. Wait, dad? What? Yeah, no, like, she didn't. Yeah, that came out a few years ago. Okay, she wrote a book. That's a Richard Gear PVC no. pipe gerbil story. It came out. It was uh, what's his name, uh, Ryan O'Neill. Yeah. No. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I do think you're kidding. You don't. Nobody bangs their dad, dude. She said it in her book, and he basically did not deny it. I'm very uncomfortable with this conversation. Dude, why are Let's you talk, saying? Why are you saying? Why are we talking why about? Why are you Lex- saying? Go on. Go on. Well, I was trying to tell you that you talk about uh, Lexington's mm. quarterback, and you're right. But Ryan O'Neill, over the last two years, has like 4,000 yards rushing combined and like 52 touchdowns. I think bowling can make this a game. I agree with you that Lexington wins. I don't have them going to the region final just yet. I just don't think it's necessarily a walkover in this first round. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's a walkover, but I know, I they, know, get, I know. they get through this one, mm-hmm. and they make it all the way to Tidehaven in the region four finals. I, I like that. I agree with you on Tidehaven at the top. I'm going to go East Bernard right now on the bottom. Okay. That's uh, cool. Now yeah. some more Tatum O'Neill talk off air though. Right. I'm going to hear about this. And then we're going down to Huffman, Texas, right? For yeah. uh, Belleville, Western Stark this Friday. Yeah. It's kind of fitting that we're, we're starting off in 4A because we did that because we realized where we might be for a lot of the playoffs is 3A because yeah. – uh, and nothing against 4A or 2A, but and nothing against Region 2. A lot of it's going to be 3 Region 1. We just go where the football takes us, right? Yeah, we go where the football takes us. We do appreciate everybody for joining us. We'll be here for five more weeks. By the way, 
I meant to say this, but it's the last show, so I forgot. We're going to be doing a, some state championship watching parties. We'll give you more details coming up in the next few weeks, but we'll do it like we did our Monday night watching party without drink to coverage. Uh, you can join me online and we chat about the games and stuff. We'll probably bring Grant on in between games. We're going to have some coaches on. Already talking to Cody Worrell from Mineral Wells. He's going to be on. Uh, Marcus Schultz from Ponder. He'll be on. And we're going to have so many more. Uh, want to might remind you, follow us on uh, Facebook, Sideline to Sideline, on Twitter, at Grant and Terry. Email us, Grant and Terry at S2Sport.com. Until the area round. He's Grant. I'm Terry. We've done round one. Sideline to Sideline style. Brought to you by SI Design and Print. Across state.